0: Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 83 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me Tabriz. And me Faisal. Welcome back everyone. Welcome back. Episode 83. Huge amount of celebration on this episode for more than one reason. More than one. More than one. Huge week for the Blues. Huge performance for the Blues. Double over the Albion. Huge 2-0 win. A lot of huges. Mate, it's huge. (laughs) You like that one, do you? But man, for the Blues, what a great week. And for us personally, a big week, a chapter, a page turned. Some promises kept as well. Some promises kept. And we will reveal all very, very shortly. So stay tuned. We've got a lot packed into this episode. Like I said... Blues announcements, personal announcements, recap of the Albion game, and I look forward. A look forward exactly. So a lot coming, and obviously the Blues news. So keep it locked in. First of all, as always, guys, how's your week been?
1: It's been a good week. One for the a long uh, for breath the, uh, in there, buddy. exactly. Yeah. One for the reason you've said. He's come prepared. <laughs> a very, a very productive one. I have come prepared this time. Go on. A more, a more personal note. Not relevant to the podcast, but to ourselves. we. Uh, I guess this is another chapter, really. This, is another chapter. Another, this is, chapter, is another chapter. chapter. another chapter. One we promised to... ourselves. We did yeah. say around February time we'd get this done. But, yeah, we, we locked ourselves into an online coach. Yeah. A fitness coach, that is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, some interesting revelations <laughs> came out of it.
0: I know. It's so funny because we both said, didn't we, we've been trying to do quote-unquote a bulk yeah right? exactly. we've both we've both got different body shapes haven't yeah, we yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and we've both been doing this bulk we're like two absolute idiots stumbling through this fitness journey yeah, right yeah. but we both thought well everyone else is a bulk in the winter so we should bulk up and then we can cut and lean out for the summer yeah, obviously. and we'll have loads of mass yeah it. exactly that's how it happens that's how it works so we thought that this guy on the diet plant we thought the training regime is going to be the same, which, to be fair, yeah, yeah, it's the same. We're on the same training this.
1: regime, so that's good. But diets could not be different. Yeah, yeah, could not be more different. So we had face. to give, we had to give, uh, you know, a weight to to the PT or the online coach, and we had to give before pitches. So based on these, before oh yeah, in pitches, the morning, exactly when you fasted, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah, he got these yeah. before pitches and constructed a plan. We were eagerly awaiting as if there were exam results, so they come through, oh, I, I think, know. last Friday. Man, I don't and know why. As soon as I sent him, I thought he was literally going to reply back with a laughing face. Oh, yeah, it was Do you quite know what I, embarrassing. Mean? I was thinking, like, wow. I mean, put it this way when we sent the pictures across, and I'm literally <laughs> we're both in looking the kitchen at it, I'm in a him. moment of realization go, mate, this can't be the progress after a year. Part. Anyway. So, yeah, we got our plans back across, and uh, don't get me wrong, I knew, and I was saying to you, you know, yeah, I'm going to cut, and I thought we both would be on a cut, to be fair. Yeah, not that you're Not that you're carrying much weight or anything, but I just if thought, I thought, we, I thought we the would. whole goal is to look aesthetic, you know, a year's gone by, we, And we think there's mass. And we were thinking... Summer is coming up. Exactly. I don't want to go
0: on a, like a crash diet exactly. to, to lose any excess fat or anything. So, But the
1: verdict was in, and <laughs> put it this way, like I said, I'm polar on a heavy cut. <laughs> a and very, no i got a very <laughs> a heavy cut. cut. And you're on a drastic bulk. <laughs> I know.
0: It's to the point where I'm adding tablespoons of olive
1: oil for the extra calories. Exactly, We literally have to shop for extra virgin olive oil just to put <laughs> into your yeah. meals. I know. Uh Yes, yeah, so I'm on. <laughs> Basil's basically on strict oxygen and water. <laughs> I'm on a diet of 2,055 calories on training days, 1,800 1, on rest days. Bear in mind the training days are five days a week. So already <laughs> oh, you can yeah. imagine the calories well, going in a couple of
0: you Would you say that you have five training days? Because don't you have. Stairmaster. No, well, this is the thing. Tossed in there just for good measure. This is the thing.
1: This isn't including the cardio protocol we've got for both of us. So I've also got on top of that five days of Stairmaster, 25 minutes <laughs> on top of my training. <laughs> I don't time. know if
0: anyone's done five minutes on the Stairmaster,
1: <laughs> but that is not fun. <laughs> to put it this way, right? The PT himself said back to me that the Stairmaster. Uh, there, there's a word I can't use on the podcast. It's a word for the female, uh, the female sex of it's a, a dog. Dr- exactly, exactly. Uh, it's a known thing, but I've got 25 minutes on it. so uh, Get it done. Get it done, <laughs> and I guess I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated on how that goes. You've got 10,000 steps to do a day. Every instead. day, yeah. Which is,
0: I think for most people, it's probably not hard, but when you literally sit in front of a laptop I all know. day... I mean, I'm not complaining about 10,000 steps. It's got to be done. It yeah. will be done. Yeah. I'd rather be doing that than doing 25 yeah. minutes every day on the stairmaster yeah. oh, yeah. and
1: only having oxygen and water. Exactly. You did mention, which I found hilarious, getting a, what, <laughs> a treadmill at your <laughs> oh, desk. A yeah. walking treadmill. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure. Man, it's cold outside, mate. I guess so. It's still so. summer, also, yeah. Like you said, I'm basically going to be on a drip for the next 12 weeks. Oh, so no. there's no chance I'm going for any walks with you. In the night. Oh, no. Earlier today, you were like, mate, I'm literally going to be in such a bad mood oh, all yeah. the time. All the time. It's, oh, yeah. I, I forgot to mention it's a 12-week program for both of us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see how that goes. I oh, know. Hopefully, I'll absolutely balloon up and you are going to be sticks and Yeah, bones. exactly. So put it this way. Realistically, each day, I'm going to be taking in about 1,000... 800 calories at best. Well, after training? After yeah. training, you know, given how much I'm exerting, uh, exerting. You, on the other hand... I
0: know, man. You've got, what, 3,800 3, 3, sal- calories? No, no, no. Okay. Mate, 3,200 calories on training days, and then 2,600 calories
1: on rest days. But that's split over five meals, man. I oh, know. It's a lot. That is a full day of eating. And as we said, I mean, you've got <laughs> Cocoa Pops in yours.
0: Yeah, and I asked him as well, How, do you bother have it with, you know, what? what's the amount of milk I should be putting in that? And he's like, well, i have it with water. <laughs> right? Water. A maniac. I know. People talk about, oh, I'd never trust a person who can drink milk straight. Never trust a, a
1: person who eats Cocoa Pops with water. Oh know, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Just don't but, Cocoa Pops. <laughs> I'm joining the gang. I know, exactly. am joining the gang from tomorrow. His exact Monday. words back, I heard the voice That word. don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, I'm... Um, I'm knocking it. I know. I haven't had it yet and I don't want it. (laughs) But yeah, uh, a very funny realisation for us both. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Definitely. And yeah, we'll keep you updated. Yeah, I
0: promise we do do talk about losing this podcast. Yeah, That was something that was so funny, I think. I have. Yeah, we have to. It is worth dropping.
1: Other than that, how's the week been? Productive, I'd say. Productive. As we said, I mean, that can be a segue into... I was going to say. The announcements we've got. You but want me to take it away? You go for it, man. The time okay, this, so... Go on. The big announcement, we have alluded to it for the last couple of weeks, but the big announcement we've got is our website is now live. Go on, plug Finally. it. Finally. TheTilton2.com. That's where you can find us. The idea behind it, or what you can expect from it is, obviously, links to our podcast, links to our YouTube, but also, hopefully we can make it a sort of stomping ground for Blue Noses and building a community that we all want. There'll be discussion topics there that hopefully you can all engage with. Um, Think of it as like a group, basically, discussion where you can comment your thoughts. We've also got a little tab which you can um, jump on in the discussions, which is around the website. So if you have got any... What's the word? Areas for improvement. Area, exactly. Anything you want to see,
0: he, jump in there. Yeah, yeah. Write it down. We're yeah. gonna be, you know, that website and this community we're building is only gonna be as good as, I guess, the engagement we exactly. get. We want to build this. It's not for us. I mean, we're part of the community, but we want it for everyone. You know, exactly. For a place where everyone can leave their unfiltered opinion. You know, that's what 100%. this podcast is about. Is our 100%. unfiltered opinion. Sometimes we probably should filter some of the things, but. Yeah. You know, this world is so like restricted what you can say. Obviously we're not gonna be uh oh, no, allowing hate speech canceled. and exactly. stuff like that. But I want it to be completely open and honest. If yep. you want use this in, write it. And if you're the minority that want Eustace use this out, I want you to be able to also feel free to put your opinion and, you know, your reasons why. And that's kind of how we want it to be yep. to be led. You know, it is a community
1: page yeah we've also i guess it's a good time to introduce we've got some writers and content creators for us both that we've actually had on the podcast before as part of the two and two with the blue and uh, mr Nar murphy and richard bamber really excited to get both on board um and hopefully share their content we've got a couple blog posts up already on the website soon to be matched by many more introducing yep. both the guys and obviously Bamba providing a match day breakdown uh his analysis all the way from norway so their blog posts yeah and we've also got nile who's doing or has already done a match day vlog uh for the west brom game again a great watch and hopefully many more to come from him as well that's already up on the youtube channel yeah so if you're listening yep. to this head you over to the youtube it, channel yeah. exactly Head over to his YouTube
0: channel. I promise that's a great watch. And as Faisal mentioned, uh, Bamba, he's got the Match Report blog up on the website. Again, a fantastic read. Yeah. More to come. There's also, I think you touched on it as well, but just to get into a little bit more detail, both the guys have put up a little introducing post or blog up there so you can get a little bit of flavour on their backstory. Yeah. Like you said, Bamba, uh Blue Nose in norway nile living in derby home and away travel so definitely go over and check those out yeah and we're going to continue to build yeah. them out every week there's going to be numerous blog posts exactly. the discussion points that you mentioned that's just what's up there now we're going to continue to build those out 100%. and continue to like foster open communication and get you know key points up there i think at the minute like you said we've got the area for improvements to the website. Anything you want to see? Any more functions? Any more? Any more topics? Anything? Literally anything you want to see, and that can include even content you want to see from us. Yeah. But then we've also got another discussion area around the Albion game and the last two performances that the the Blues have put in.
1: So yeah. again, well, I just want to say as well. Head over. I just want to say as well, the main thing is, and what I love so much about already the team that we've created in terms of content is exactly what you mentioned about. Obviously, Bamba being in Norway, Niall coming to the games away and at home. It's that sense of what we kind of created the podcast for, which was building a community of Blue Noses. We all know it's a club we love. And to see their perspective from the different ways that they view the game, whether that's yeah. away, whether that's living in Derby and traveling to the games, whether that's Bamba living all the way in Norway and watching the games on Blues Focus and hearing his discussions he has with fans out there or the way he still um, interacts with the flag with, as with well blues. for Blues. Yeah, it's really, really impressive. And also, I just love getting that perspective and hopefully other Blue Noses will too. So on that note, you know, we've also got a section which hopefully people engage with, which is around if you want to get involved with the website, there's an opportunity for that. You can contact us. And if you want to write for us or have any ideas, obviously we're more than welcoming you to throw them our way. And hopefully you can join the team as well. So, yeah, watch the space and exciting times to come.
0: Yeah. And another note I need to do, I feel like I, you know, I want to make both Bamba and Niall, you know, we've had the honour of meeting these two lads through the podcast. Yep. Purely through the podcast. And we've genuinely gone on to build, you know, proper friendships there. And, you know, through that, we've asked them to come on board and hopefully, you know, give them a platform as well that they can kind of thrive on. And it's just amazing. For me personally, it's like a bit of a, I don't know like a a bit of a reality check really like we started this podcast from the bedroom to now having a website and to you know growing a community it's just absolutely amazing so again anyone who wants to get involved more than welcome to this is a community we're building of like-minded blue noses so again check us out dot 2com again links to all of our social medias are on there Links to all of our content are there. Make sure you check it out. And there's more exciting news on the website coming very, very shortly. Give a quick plug then, mate, of all the socials and that.
1: Perfect. Go on then. Instagram, check us out, at The Tilton 2. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, at The Tilton 2. YouTube, The Tilton 2. Here's really where I wanted to get that in because we have updated our YouTube now. We have added content. We ourselves did a little car match review. We've got, as we mentioned, Niall Murphy's uh, match day vlog that hopefully will be rolling out more. And um, yeah, and then finally the website, thetiltontwo dot Check it out. One hundred percent. Right. That's enough plugs. Exactly. Exactly. Now let's get on to blues
0: news. So let's start with what everyone wants to hear about. And that is the Takeover Latest. And I was going to say, kind of been fairly quiet from what we've mentioned on last week's episode. If you haven't, checked that out and our little social media push. Paul Richardson is a blue. Pass it on. Make sure you check it out. But yeah, other than Paul Richardson's name, again, being thrown in the hat, it been fairly quiet until today, to be fair. We're recording this on Sunday. And... Yeah, we saw a tweet and it is basically Maxco, Maxi Lopez, and Paul Richardson meeting up with Sammy Yu. Basil, give us a little update on who Sammy Yu is.
1: Yeah, so Sammy Yu is the company, he basically works for the company Global Stars Management, which is a Hong Kong company trying to broker the sale of Birmingham City. He's been involved with Maxco before. Um, so obviously it raises some eyebrows when them three are meeting up and and talking in the middle of Birmingham, especially. I don't know how much to make of it. Yeah, but it is it is something of note, isn't it?
0: It is. I mean, see, Maxi Lopez being back in the picture is very, very brand new and very fresh, because again, we the latest we heard and reported last week that you know Maxi Lopez couldn't provide the funds as well. So, for me, it felt like, well, his name's completely out of the hat. Paul Richardson was back in, but without Maxi Lopez. So, Maxi being back in Birmingham with Paul Richardson, meeting Sammy Yu, says otherwise. But then, are we reading into it too much? Yeah. Potentially, I mean, who's to say that they're not maybe passing on knowledge on the deal? Maybe Maxi is speaking to Paul. Yeah. You know, and then maybe, like I said, Paul might have some involvement, but maybe they're passing on knowledge of the deal. Maybe they're just friends.
1: Perhaps they're just friends. <laughs> and they really... Maxie loves Birmingham. No, but one thing we can be certain of is we all know what their conversation would have pertained yeah, to. Yeah, it's going to be around Birmingham City, exactly, um, Which I'm really interested in. Yep. That kind of leads us on to another thing, which was at the Blues-West Brom game, I'm sure a lot of Blue Noses saw a little video circulating, which was Craigie Gardner uh, celebrating with what looked to be, or what is rumoured to be Jeremy Dale. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you Google Jeremy Dale, good luck. Good luck exactly. trying to find we're the kind geezer. of hitting a guessing game. But, but he had a baseball cap on. And he was a gentleman of age. Yeah, he was a gentleman of age. So he I can only like guess. an established man.
0: Exactly, an established gentleman. So I can only guess. And speculation is that that is Jeremy Dale. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to run with it. Yeah, we're gonna either way,
1: it. an interested party, so yeah, we're going to run with that for the hills. I know, yeah, basically, Gardner was hugging Jeremy Dale, and the deal <laughs> is done.
0: <laughs> <And I'm> watching <laughs> what do people think, oh my god, I'm getting slated for saying that now. But it is, again, wheels in motion. Exactly. And for us, you're desperate to get BSHL out, exactly. as are everyone else. Any kind of glimmer of hope, you're going to latch on to. so it all all points in the right direction, we hope. Yeah, exactly. And that is the latest as we know it. Again, we will keep you updated. And again, as soon as things come out, check the website out because we'll be updating that with the latest as well. Mm. So you've got another place to stay updated. So, I know, only time will tell. But Maxi Lopez is even, I guess... Being back in Birmingham, even if it's just in passing, is fresh news
1: today. Yeah, so yeah. as I always say watch this space. Yeah. Again, um, it kinda leads us on towards the match day and what happened last week, which was I guess should we go into the, the Blues Trust and the handing over of the what was it, the proposal I suppose, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 go for it. Okay, so Obviously, last week, I'm sure a lot of people know, we mentioned the Blues Trust and sort of um, the background. We had Paul Kelsel on of what the Blues Trust are looking to accomplish. Um, the message that they're trying to push out, which is obviously to get BSHL out. Yeah. Um, at the West Brom game, obviously, we saw the flyers and the, the handouts that were all around the seats, sell the club. We saw the protests happen. But obviously, earlier in the week, a few blue noses would have seen the post that was put out by Blues Trust, which was around basically the proposal put forward and promised by Ian Dutton that would be placed in front of the owners. Yeah, go on, mate. Do you God. want to say then <laughs> You tell <laughs> us. I mean, you tell the, us. I just don't want to say it wrong and it to be
0: misconstrued. Oh, no. In any, any other way, but uh, wanking zhao. Yeah. That's wanking with a Q. Yeah, exactly. And an E. An, an
1: important uh, distinction is to say it's with a Q. Yeah. Wanking with a Q. Yeah, and an E. And an E. Right. Um, yeah. Get your minds out of Exactly. Room.
0: I know we talk about Johnny Sins and Ronnie Reid, oh, but no. please. I Put mean, it away. There could be a lot of wanking when it comes to... <laughs> Both of Johnny's and the I took this
1: absolutely <laughs> down. I'll spell it out. I know. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So we were promised that it was going to be handed, and there is obviously a picture of um the handover with Ian Dutton. So good to see that the petition yeah. and the proposal was put forward uh, in front of obviously BSHL or whoever. Well, the faces are. You know who it is. Exactly, He's Mr. Got a Q in the name.
0: Um <laughs> Don't forget the funny bit. Oh no, I know. A Don't key funny, funny bit. bit yeah. And so again. the petition, hopefully everyone signed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously we were part of the Blues Trust call and as one of the I guess the content creators within the blues space, um, we were asked again to sign it and if we could you know be put forward yeah to support Uh, exactly um so yeah we saw the letter and i mean it just made me laugh yeah you've got all the 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 logos of all the other content creators and and all collectives and fan groups there and they're all like you know blue and white blue and white blue and white some kind of i don't know iteration
1: understated yeah understated yeah,
0: yeah or some iteration yeah. of the blues badge in some way and then you scan And i mean you don't even have to scan mate like i said every other every other badge logo is blue and white and then you got this circle
1: of solid yellow and then two idiots in the middle yeah the main thing for me <laughs> is forget even the color it's just the fact that our faces <laughs> are on know. there that's the funny part. <laughs> I know. It these could be in blue, it could be in idiots. black. I know. It's a circle with R2 mugs in there. I
0: know, smiling, like the That's hilarious.
1: And you're telling me Wen King Zhao <laughs> has had that placed on his desk. I know. That's the I'm joke. not
0: he'd he look at it
1: go, I'm not signing this, but who are they? Who the hell are these? <laughs> Uh, Yeah, to me, that was absolute gold. Oh, my absolute gold. I was like, Um, what, this is a
0: formal document and it's got that on it. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I guess it's good. It got us on the radar. (laughs) I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just so funny. I mean, even even if I really think about it deeply, you know, like I said, two idiots... Who started up a podcast and now on this formal document <laughs> all the way up to the owners. Hey, don't underestimate our, to... our power, mate. No, I'm not. But it is funny. I know. Yeah, 100% manifestation. But what I'm saying is, is
1: just, it is just funny, man. Yeah, it is proper funny. See for what it is. It but is yeah, hilarious. Overall. Um, Get out. Yeah, overall, very interesting. And a very interesting week. It does feel like there has been some movement even though we're still in the dark but in terms yeah. of all that you know you group it all together the protests there's a lot the going march. on clearly behind the scenes the protests yeah, yeah, yeah. the march the proposal from the fans the the rumors of the takeover coming through obviously today seeing the picture of um maxi lopez paul richardson yeah Sammy there's Luke. definitely there's definitely There's something bubbling. There's something bubbling. It's just whether we can get it over the line, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Definitely watch this space. um, And like always, we'll keep you updated on it. Yep. Agree.
0: Um, Next, where should we go with the next point? Injuries. So as we'll touch on in the Albion game overview next, we saw Deeney. Uh, Harley Dean and George Hall were all going to be fit for the game. And again, we did see them feature, so spoiler alert. There was question marks over Kadra and Longello. So, update on Kadra. We were hoping he was going to be fit for the Albion game, but wasn't quite there. But our understanding is he is going to be fit for the Cardiff game. And hopefully fit moving forward. If for any reason that information is incorrect he should definitely be fit for Huddersfield so Mm. again with the team playing the way we are now having Kadra at our disposal is only going to be a huge positive so that's massive for me Longello, which is quite interesting didn't feature in the Albion game and apparently it was touch and go right until the end but he just wasn't quite fit to make the team or the team sheet even which is a shame really considering he He was one of the players that changed the game at Swansea. But either way, I think he's going to be fit for Cardiff, and if not, definitely Huddersfield. So again, really, we are looking back to full strength, which again, when the boys are playing like they are now, finally, you know, it's amazing to have at our disposal. Really, really top stuff. So, yeah, all good on that front. And then I think finally, this week, Eustace has come out. Kind of touching on you know future transfer plans and hugely speaking about both Sanderson and Trusty. I mean it should come of no surprise, but you know he's come out openly and said yeah he wants to have both at the club. Whether that is possible is obviously to be seen. And Mm. under BSHL's reign, I can't see it happening. Mm. But under new management hopefully hopefully it will happen because it's no doubt going to take some money that's
1: the thing that's and that, the thing go on i was just going to say yeah that's the thing i mean who wouldn't love to see austin trusty in a blue ship for the foreseeable future man tied down mean, to a big deal yeah Please. he is crazy like to me he is you look over the whole season we've had players like colin who's been absolutely solid yeah mr um, assistant You know, even Sanderson's been solid. You've had a few players who've just been consistent throughout, but... Trusty has... Trusty has, yeah, yeah, 100%. Ruddy as well, but Trusty is just so solid at the back. Like we said, I mean, the stat, like what he's played every single minute, is it? The whole season? Yeah. Crazy and um, and came yeah. off the back of a pretty packed MLS exactly exactly uh, He's season as well an so. absolute athlete we see pretty much every every game some sort of impressive defensive play from versatile him. as well exactly as we're gonna
0: touch on at Albion him playing at left back yeah even though his natural position centre back
1: he plays yeah. both he he can play both positions the, the so. thing to me is like you mentioned is. There's no way, particularly with trusty. We already know Sanderson's wages are clearly a bit above and beyond, but trusty I'm sure trusty's are, to be fair. Yeah, trusty's going to be through the roof, especially after this season where there's no doubt going to be interest in him. Unless championship clubs have got their eyes closed. I know, a blind. You know, I, I don't know how he wouldn't get into literally... All with, of the championship yeah, teams. Yeah, exactly. Every single championship team as their starting centre-back. So... There's definitely going to be other suitors at the table. It's just whether, and it will, take a lot of money, whether we can come up with it. I think the fans, us as a, a fan base, are doing a bloody good job oh, no, of making exactly. him feel wanted and loved, which I think is going to go...
0: Miles. That, yeah, it's going is to be the trick. That's but very true. But it comes down to, yeah, money. It is. Yeah, Have we course. got the money, money to bring talks. him to the club? Talks, because, I mean, if we can get trusty for genuinely under 10 mil... I think huge. I mean, maybe that is. A, I mean, I don't know, man. Today's market's so crazy. But remember, he's a young centre back. Loads of potential. He's already at championship level. The man, absolute athlete. Yeah. If he was English, you'd be saying ten mil I easy, think, I think if not it's more. more, his
1: wages. To be honest, but, yeah, I'm I about it as well I because I'm... I reckon his wages could be right up there.
0: Yeah, and I think it's the same for Sanderson as well. Yeah. That's the thing, but if, and we've said it before, if we get Sanderson and we get Trusty,
1: mate, the defence. Oh, it's crazy. We're looking so yeah. strong, yeah, so strong. Suddenly, and then, yeah. that core to build around, yeah. particularly next season, is insane. And
0: that's why I'm so desperate to get some owners, and that's why I'm hopeful that, you know, someone who is a blue nose, let's say Paul Richardson, who. Jeremy Dale as well. Yeah, exactly, good point. They're gonna think, well, let's buy this club because they have these players that if we sign, well then we genuinely are unlocking unlocking a load or a sh load of potential. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So But yeah, it's only gonna come with financial backing. Yeah. So we need need that desperately. I mean, even I think a reporter after the game at uh well, the Albion game. Asked Eustace about Hannibal and he came out and goes, Well, have you got 20 mil then? Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, and that's one I think, even we're going to go on to the Avon game next, but you know, a game under the lights on Sky only
1: boosts his profile even more. It's and him funny getting as man well. the match. It's funny as well because you know. I've always liked Hannibal. Mm. Everyone mm. has. Absolute energizer, bunny, all of that. But again, we'll get on to it next. But this game in particular was an absolute breakout game for him in a blue shirt. I'd say so. For many reasons. A main reason being because it was on Sky Sports, and no doubt a lot of eyes watching him. But just the performance, the output, everything. Yeah, it was brilliant.
0: Seriously, seriously good. Um, Yeah, it's hard to believe he's 19. Yeah, and it's hard to believe that, yeah, he's a realistic signing. As are the others, but... I mean, he's not. He's not one, a realistic, Sonny. I think he's definitely either going back to United yeah, of course. and going back out on loan to somewhere, um, or he's getting sold.
1: But Yeah. One thing's for sure, we need some sort of capital. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's it.
0: Absolutely pivotal. But, you know, it's good to know that the gaffer is on the same page. I mean, like you said, you'd have to be blind not to be. Sanderson and Trusty are, if we can get them over the line, will be the best signings we've had in a very, very long time. They're young. Sanderson's capped in the side already. You know, again, you talk about strong nucleus to build a team around. That's your strong nucleus. We've already got Picuna. We've got Chongi. Bring in Sanderson and Trusty mm-hmm. if you can. And be done with it. And then we'll get promoted and we'll probably win the Premier League. Cheers for the silence, Faisal. That went down well. Playing with your hair. Oh, Blues, it, West mate. Brom. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. Right. On to the bit that we want to know and want to talk about. Again, we have been flooding the content on this game. We did a little match day, a quick off-the-cuff match day review in your well, your car. In the motor. In the old motor. Um Detailing how good we thought the game was. Head over to the YouTube to see that. Head over to the YouTube to see Niall's match day vlog. Murphy's match Literally day vlog. Literally sit in the stands with Niall for that one. Goes from he's got he even got a little cheat for you, a little McDonald's milkshake cheat for you. So we throw all of that in. So much content. So much content, and then if that's not enough, and you're on the go. Check out the website and go to Bamba, Bamba's breakdown. His match day report blog again up on the website. So we got you covered. We got you covered. And now we're talking about it on the podcast. So let's start with da, 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 the lineups. So we already said Hadra wasn't fit and Longello. So we start with uh, well, let's talk about the formation first. Four four two. Four four two. We started. Ruddy in goal. Right back. Colin in the middle. Sanderson long and Trusty on the left. Right mid. We had Bakuna, Hannibal, Belik in the middle, and Chongi on the left. And up top, we had Hogan and Duke. I think you have to say as well the four four two. We kind of lined up as more of a diamond. I think. Yeah. Because Hannibal, Hannibal was, was definitely, definitely further forward, further forward uh, with Belik sitting further back. I mean where do we where do we start? I mean honorable... we
1: start off with go on how strong we came out. I mean Yeah, from from the get go, straight out of the blocks Two minutes into the game, I think. I mean funnily enough we even watched I don't know, maybe some other people saw it. I don't know who the channel is, but a West Brom fan. Uh and Even he could see. I'm sure even West Brom felt how much we took charge of the game early on. Even before the 10-minute mark, uh, when Hannibal scored, it was pretty much a constant onslaught. It was great football, great pressing. Didn't let West Brom really play the game.
0: But, I mean, even at that point, there's gone. been plenty of games where we start off strong yeah. and then we drop off after That's the first true. ten, fifteen minutes. So even at that point I wasn't getting carried no, away. No, no, I, no, I wasn't just knew carried away. All yeah. right, hang on a minute. We are we are we have started well. We've come out against it. a strong exactly. you know, let's be let's be real, strong Albion side.
1: Yeah, a team around the playoffs. Yeah, and team it was looking around the it playoffs.
0: Was, you know, coming into the game, all I really wanted was for the momentum from the Swansea game that we've worked so hard, got us out of that rut of that big long consecutive losing streak in the league. To not lose that momentum from the Swansea game, what a game! We need to keep that going forward. So, to start with, seeing us all over him, swarming them, was amazing. Yep. Yep. Cut to ten minutes, a free kick. Hannibal lining up the locate like where that ball is placed. You don't think anyone's taking a shot from there, and I, I think even he said it. You know. He wasn't planning on taking a shot to start with. But he saw the keeper off his line and, you know, way over to the left. And he just thought, yeah, let's go for it. And the way he hits it is absolutely to perfection. Do not get it twisted as if that's an easy chance to take. The way he's curled the ball, he's curled it again beautifully. Out of the reach of the keeper. If he hits that flat into that same location, as in the end point, of that ball is the same, but without any bend, the keeper gets that. He's gonna have the time to get it. It's the way that ball bent that literally made all the difference. It's literally too. I said it. I'll say it again. Too perfection. That goal is. Yeah. It's pure genius. It's
1: it's impressive because the whip on it, everything, the speed, the angle, the precision, accuracy. Yeah. It wasn't just in the post, it was literally just inside the post, which was perfect, you know, even the keeper when he did because at that at that uh distance from the goal, you've still got enough time where even when you're taken off guard, if you haven't got the pace on it, you can correct the mistake. Yeah. You can get to that ball. Yeah. Which he almost did, but because of the pace that Hannibal put on it, the precision, the accuracy into that corner Just a great finish. Keeper didn't have a chance. Took him off guard. 1-0 to Blues. And that's what we needed. You needed to get an early goal. Stamp
0: authority on that game. Yeah. yeah. And it just went from strength to strength. Uh,
1: One thing I want to say is, um, like you said, it went from strength to strength. They didn't really look like they were getting into it. A lot of the balls that came in were getting dealt with, even by players like Long, who we've been sceptical of. Um, I do have to say he did look shaky. In he that did. First he half did. We'll get if on to, to one particular time. But yeah, a player. The thing I do want to say is throughout the first half, like we said, we were on top of him. We looked strong. Juki was back to his best. Back to his best yeah. completely. He was knocking down everything. It seemed like a lot of the play was focused around it, where yeah. it was focused around. Juki doing what he does best, which is creating a hassle and knocking the ball down onto yeah, Hogan or knocking the ball down onto every players. ball. Everything. Yeah. Literally won everything. Creating such a hassle in their defence. Yeah. Hogan, to be fair to him, was busting along, pressing the old time. Really creating trouble. Bakuna was also back to his best. We saw a lot of confidence pretty much from every player on the pitch. Yeah, I'd say
0: Hannibal, you know. that Energizer Bunny, we know yeah. him for. Chong playing with a real, real confidence, yeah. very direct. Yeah, you know. Um, Even hang on, go on. Belik, yeah, yeah, big Belik. a Bielik. big performance and a performance he needed. He did absolutely needed. Yeah, he was genuinely back to you know he what we said. I mean, aerotimes. it's almost like, yeah. It's like you almost look at Belik's season with Blues. It's like pre World Cup and post World yeah. Cup. Yeah. And I feel like can this be the turn? This of is exactly again? that, exactly that. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Again, yep. calm on the ball, playing the ball, breaking, simple, play it, breaking it simple. the ball up. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, you mentioned it earlier. How good Austin Trusty is. Austin oh, Trusty yeah. playing out on the left, didn't look out of position. No. Absolutely had Mark Albrighton in his pocket. Yeah. Like you said before the game to me that interview or whatever from Mark Albrighton. I think that's his
0: first game since he's signing, I think. I think. I'm pretty sure it is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's his first game and there was an interview he had and they are asking him about the Blues game, the Blues derby, you know, and he was saying basically there's no issue with him coming to Albion because he's never seen that as being a rivalry. Obviously, he's a Villa fan, but he's been brought up to hate, you know, Blues. Like, we're all brought up to hate the Villa and we do. Um, but yeah, and that he'd love to do one over us and everything. And you could tell I mean I fair. can't lie, man, if I was a professional yeah, of footballer, that's but the I thing. The Mark dream Albrighton. of mine is to
1: score in front of the whole fans. Yeah, but I hate Michael Brighton. Yeah. So I mean we've even seen when we've seen him play uh for he was he was in uh in Leicester against yeah, us, and even then, you know, you could tell he was on it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, in this game beforehand, I was worried about it. Of course I should have trusted trustee I know. and trustee because we trust. had him in his pocket the whole time. Yep. You could see how much it meant to Mark Albright, like head in hands at times when yeah. he couldn't get a ball through or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, massive frustration. Trusty, massive. Yeah, as always, massive game. So yeah, we saw out the first half, and there genuinely wasn't. I think the only the only line, the, po- long, the poor tell point, that long.
0: yeah, was long basically. Yeah. yeah. Poor back passer as a header maybe back to um Ruddy to Ruddy, basically not enough pace on it their striker comes onto it and if it wasn't for john ruddy making himself big and john ruddy aka johnny sins doing john ruddy aka johnny sins tings yeah exactly we would have gone down yeah or we we would have have, you know they would have equalized and that could have changed the game completely yeah so you know as i was saying if you had to say one week link it would have been long and that has been for me a running theme yeah but I think overall he didn't have no, that bad a game because he say, came back into it in the second exactly. half. But I was gonna say the in the first off, half, still a little bit shaky. And there were points where, you know, we we were obviously in the tilting, and, and you could see in that first half there were points where Trusty was giving him yeah. a mouthful and kind of bossing That's him into position. Though. Exactly, it is. But, you know, it's something that I guess it just doesn't go
1: unnoticed. Mm. So either way though, we managed to hold it off to uh you, make it, you make it sound as if we were I was just about to say, I no, we, were we absolutely banging them banged them.
0: them for the first half. And then we go in, second half starts. And like we see with a lot of teams, they come out. You know, it's the same we see for us. You know, you come out a different team. And they definitely, in the first five minutes, were passing the ball around a lot better. Coming back into the game, I still wouldn't say they were causing us problems, but they were definitely moving the ball better. They had their heads up and they just came out a lot more confident than they did in the first half. But we put them to bed, didn't we? 52, 52 minutes minute. in. Great corner by Hannibal. And Bielik gets his head to it.
1: You have to say their keeper was pretty poor, wasn't yeah, it? watching it back, he could have... I mean, he went to clear the ball, but missed it. Bielik, I mean, from our angle, absolute right, peach. Yeah. Absolute peach. Of a Clean goal. connection. Straight in, and he comes and celebrates,
0: and you know, where pretty much where we're sitting, tears in his eyes look like an emotional goal celebration. Don't really know the goal, don't really know the story behind that.
1: I know the only thing I can think of is if he felt himself like he was underperforming, yeah, and he needed that goal, you know, that was like an emotional
0: release kind of thing, or maybe there's something going on, you know, in his personal life, but I'm not too sure. But amazing, really, either way, to see that kind of emotion and. You know, him getting a goal, I just think for me, I've been a massive fan of Baylick this season. Albeit his, you know, dipping form after the after the World Cup. But for me, him to get that goal meant
1: a lot. And yeah. you could see how much it meant. So yeah. huge. And uh, they went on straight after that to make three subs. I Didn't know, really they were come throwing to anything. At it really, weren't they? Didn't really come to anything. Literally Blues carried on as they were, which was the dominant team. We made a couple subs. I think it was around like the 60th or so minute. Yeah. Juki came, came off for Gardner. Yep. Gary Gardner got himself on the pitch. Yeah, and we saw pretty much straight away him getting himself involved. Man, looked big tackle. like a good performance from him yeah. as well. Really yeah, coming big off the tackle. Bench. Big tackle. Big tackle. Stamping himself on the game again a little energizer bunny doing what he does best which is just hustle and bustle in the middle isn't it exactly causing hassle really in the middle he's just that dog in the middle and he's a big guy he's a unit you do not want him clattering into you like he did yeah yeah, um yeah sometimes it pays off sometimes it doesn't luckily great tackles this time around Yeah, yeah, yeah uh and yeah, I mean, we had a couple more chances. We saw Dean get on the pitch, as you mentioned. Yeah, we late. Saw, that was very late on. Wasn't we saw it? Dean he came on. on as well. We saw George Hall get on, which is great to see. Exactly. Like I said, Hogan went off the pitch with a great performance. Great gave reception himself, as well. Gave it everything. Uh, yeah. Came off absolutely huffing and puffing. I
0: know you could see. I mean, we made a, We were having a laugh when we, as you said earlier. You know, everyone looked like they we were playing with confidence. Hogan in particular, man. We saw Hogan do a little, a little bit of skill, didn't we? Yeah, down we the did. down the wing to beat his player, a and a hop step and a step, yeah, <laughs> the Euro step. Um, so yeah, I mean, it makes just amazing things to see. You know, like what a day, what a game under the lights. St. Yeah. Like Andrews. great
1: football being played at points. Seriously, good football. Great po- football you know, po- football being
0: yeah. I did say to you though, we said Hannibal, uh, Hannibal, Hannibal, had a great game, but um, Bakuna. Bakuna gets his plaudits, but he also gets some people, you know, hating on him. And he is just such a
1: baller. Such a baller. He
0: really is. The only thing you can say, and we've said it before, is he is at times too relaxed. Mm. There was a point in the game, I can't remember specifically when it was, but you're like, he's got the ball. And you're thinking, just take a crack. Take a crack. But it's almost like he takes that extra touch. Or he's like, like when you're playing FIFA and you're powering up. Do you
1: know what I mean it's like all, know, everything it's just like goes a, in slow mo? Almost, I'd almost add a bit of lag, a little yeah, lag. A spike little lag in there. <laughs> spike.
0: And then he goes to it, and you're just like, man, if you literally first touch, bang, out your feet and whacked it.
1: Yeah, I mean the chance, you know the, I mean? The, the shot he did there—it was literally the most telegraphed thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. I yeah. love him as a baller. Oh, I terms absolutely of love of it. what he and does. There's no doubt. I mean, the funny enough, we saw we saw the stat line of, I think Sky Sports boarded up of of the way he's playing this season, and and. To think he's doing that when he does seem casual.
0: Yeah, that's exactly the word um, for it. He does. He does. Seem he does. Casual. And
1: there are some games, to be fair, you know, I'll get on his back as well. There are some games where he is, he is off it. He is off his own pace. He isn't. But as that's up because for it. his bar genuinely is so high. Like, exactly. He is such a great player. Exactly. For me, he really, really. is. When he's minute, on it,
0: he is. On it. And even
1: in a poor performance, at any minute, he yeah. can get spark and magic in him. But he was on it. He was on you it. You know, on. like,
0: everything he touched. Man, there was a bit of them both me and you were laughing about because we both said to mm. each other, oh, he ain't going to lose the ball, ball here. He was in the first half. Everything. He's got, like, two or three men around him. And, again, he looks like he's doing too much. But we both said to each other, I bet you don't lose the ball here. And from where we're sitting, obviously, a bit of a distance away, it was in Albion's half of the time. And all you see is the ball rolled out from this like melee of people and Bakuna yeah. running with it, you just think, Man, Pro this guy's cool. different. We yeah. haven't seen this for a long time no. at Blues. So overall yeah really impressive know, we finished amazing, with amazing once Gardner life.
1: came on we just saw it out with like a 4-5-1 I think it changed to with yeah I think so yeah Gardner and Bielik kind of playing more deep which was what we needed mm. we literally George Hall came in for Hannibal and it didn't really change like we nah. mentioned some of the chances there it didn't change our creativity up front no. at all and we kept giving it we kept
0: we kept taking it to him which yep. was massive because even I thought oh I
1: hate when we just yeah. shut up shop you know and if we're
0: playing so well keep going
1: for and it and we know and I was saying this to you, you know, even in the eighty-fifth minute, whatever minute it is, if they got a goal and it went to two-one, we know what Blues go like. Yeah. Right. We know it and could be up in the air, in air again. Yeah, fully in their favour. Yeah, it only takes yeah. one, and Blues are back down to hanging their heads. So. Yeah, and
0: yeah, to lose that or to draw that one
1: would have been yeah, yeah heartbreaking. Yeah, but alas, yeah, we, we saw it all the way through very comfortably. Now, you know, now as soon as the la- uh, final whistle blew. You look at it and you just say how comfortable a win it was—an unreal performance from everyone. I wanted to put a cheeky bet on, but I couldn't get any internet outside the
0: ground. Oh, no. I wish I did, but a double over Albion—what is that? The first time it's happened in something like twenty odd years, yeah. which again is insane. You just, you know, throw your mind back to the reverse fixture. Obviously, the hatchet by Scotty Hogan—you know, not only have we them we've absolutely destroyed them. Yeah. So huge and again all I wanted to see was us keep the momentum from the Swansea game not only we did, did we do that we kept it consistent for 90 minutes and we battered a top a top team yep. and you think about the players that they're bringing on you know John Swift uh, um, Reach you know Chalibur these players are coming off the bench oh, for right. them Thomas Asante you know these are big name players yep. they can cause big problems yep. and that's who they're bringing off the bench and man didn't even make a dent.
1: And we said we said before it going into the game, I said it particularly about the Swansea game and even this. And again, onto to Cardiff, it is the same story. But these, to me, are almost like cup finals in the sense that yeah. every single point right now, we need to pick them up. Otherwise, we lose ourselves in that 17th, 18th mark of the league table. Yeah. and Straight away now, we're back on 38 points with those two wins. Yeah. Let's have a right look how much that there, is. Right up there around, you know, a win against Cardiff takes us straight back up into mid-table.
0: Mate, if we can beat Cardiff and Huddersfield, which are the yeah, next game exactly. after that, we're right up We're there. right Hudders- up in mid-table. Just look at that. You look at Cardiff. Cardiff in at twenty-first, and then Huddersfield in at twenty-third. Two Two games games that you know are bread and butter really, if you want to be pushing at the table. And they're both ten and nine points behind us. So man, massive, massive games coming up, quick and fast. Yeah. So next we've got Cardiff. Let's have a look at their last three fixtures. So they've just played uh, Huddersfield. They played Middlesbrough at home. They lost three-one. Before that, they lost away to Hull City. Before that, they lost 1-0 uh, away at Luton. Before that, they lost uh, at home 1-0 to Millwall. And then before that, they had to draw 1-1 to Wigan. So you're looking at the last five games, they've drawn one, lost four. You know, they're ripe for the taking. And especially, again, look at the momentum the Blue Boys have. You cannot look at that game and think that's not something that we should be winning. Mm. It has to. And again, for me, it is keep that momentum. While you know the the pendulum swung, we've got through and weathered the storm of those five consecutive games that we lost. Now let's keep it going. Let's keep pushing. And then if we also have a look at um,
1: this field. I just filled. Two seconds. <laughs> oh my god. I know, oh give do, me some do, elevator do, music do, do, quick.
0: Do, 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 do. Oh nice. Voice didn't crack either. Right, so they lost their game to their last game was against Wigan. They lost one nil away to them. Before that, two two. Draw at uh, away to Blackpool. Ten men Blackpool as well, might I might add. Before that, a draw at home to QPR. And then before that, a loss to commentary. So again, another team right the way down there. Second bottom, a game that we have to come for. We have to get it over the line. Another key performance, another bit, you know. Realistically on paper, you'd say both of them were wins. And if we do win both those games, mate, we absolutely skyrocket up the league. There's no doubt about it. Yep. And that that blip in form of those five league defeats literally means nothing. It's so crazy how quick football changes because when we're in that and our immediate reality is, man, we've just lost five league games. You just think, well, we're going to get relegated. Oh, doom and gloom.
1: This is absolutely terrible. That also is a hat soft to how the lads played before Christmas because. Yeah, it's giving us that buffer. Exactly. We did manage to secure a lot of points before Christmas. It was just a terrible January. But also, testament to Eustace,
0: who even himself said, look, we're going to have good spells, we're going to have bad spells. It's how we weathered the bad spells. Yeah.
1: And And, I mean,
0: we could go on another losing streak. Yeah, but
1: but we did see. It's like. The away game before before Christmas earlier in the year against... It was Preston, I think, where we noticed the morale change. Yeah, I don't want to speak too soon, but obviously I think everyone's murmuring about it that the uh, Swansea game was that kind of turn again. Can we see it continue? That's what we're all banking on, Yeah, and I hope. Like you said, it can all change. We could lose the next five for all mm. we know. But I'm going into the next two games especially very confident. Yeah, me too. Go on then. Let's wrap it up then. Okay. What are you saying? Give us two Easy. predictions. Cardiff and the Huddersfield. 2 nil. Cardiff. Oh, gee, I didn't even finish my sentence. Come on. 2-0 to us against Cardiff. Right. I'd like to say we get even more, but I'm going to say 2-0 to us against Cardiff. And away at Huddersfield, I'm going to say 2-1 to Blues. All right, love it. I'm going to go with... Cardiff, I'm
0: going to say we absolutely obliterate them. I'm going to say 3-1. And Huddersfield, I think, could be 2-0 to us.
1: So two obliterations. Yeah, but I think we really batter Cardiff. I hope so. Another game under I the do. lights. I think another game fixture, under the lights. Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Also, can I just say... The Albion game, that atmosphere genuinely is one of the best atmospheres I can
1: remember. And a little point as well is one of the worst refs ever. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. He was absolutely dog
0: poop. But, but, yeah, I think Cardiff is going to look good. I think we've just got all the momentum. Everyone's playing with so much confidence. I can't see how that would drop off, especially after that win on top of the Swansea game against a rival. And the way that we won as well and the atmosphere all of the players come out and said the support was fantastic and unbelievable the best all season so i just think everything is going for us going to the cardiff game and then huddersfield hopefully no tired legs but maybe that play plays a little bit into it as to why we don't batter them like 6-0 yeah i'm confident baby i'm confident so yeah hopefully Tune in same time next week and hopefully we've got even more to celebrate with the Blue Boys having two wins, one over Cardiff and one over Huddersfield. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who supported us. Thank you to everyone who's listened in and listened into this episode and got to this point. As we mentioned earlier on the episode, we have gone live with our website. Please head over to the website, check it out, and please engage with us on that. You know, yeah. we've got a post on there or a discussion point around areas that you want to see on the website and new features. So make sure you head over there and definitely give us your opinions. If you like it, even just mention that great website. That would mean the absolute world to us. We've got new YouTube content. It's up there live now. Make sure you check out Niles. Uh, match day vlog. It's an amazing watch, I have to say. Genuinely an amazing watch. Bamber's breakdown. His match day vlog, uh, blog. Sorry, on the website again, an amazing read. And even our quick live uh, match report on YouTube from Faisal's car. We've got a ton of stuff up, and so much more coming. Make sure you check us out on our
1: socials. Find us on Instagram at The Tilton 2. Yep. Twitter, Facebook at The Tilton 2. YouTube, The Tilton 2. And now our website, TheTilton2.com. Exactly. We've got you covered. So, again, thank you so much for listening
0: in. And until next time, keep, keep right, right on. on.